Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello there and thank you for joining us at Learning by Ear. We're moving on with the sixth episode of our series entitled Africa's Physically Challenged People. In the fifth episode, Olwanda explained to his mother why he was suddenly showing an interest in shoe repairing, whereas drunkard Fagilio discovered that his son Chitoto was taking to alcohol too. Now everyone knows that change is always hard to bring about. Stay close to your radio to discover what Olwanda intends to bring to Maganye in this episode entitled Making Changes. First though, let's hear what Fagilio had to say about Chitoto's drinking habit. Chitoto, pick up the bottle and follow me inside now. Dad, please forgive me. Get inside, you irresponsible, ungrateful boy. Now, I want you to tell me everything, Chitoto. I am not drunk, so don't try to make a fool out of me. When did you start drinking? Why does Olwanda's mother keep accusing you of something she suspects you did? Okay, Dad. Actually, I started drinking after Olwanda's accident. Many people think that by drowning themselves in alcohol, their problems will somehow go away or be forgotten. Obviously, Chitoto had seen that in his dad, and he began drinking, believing that the momentary tipsiness would take away his guilt. Step by step, Chitoto narrated to his dad how it all started with the bet, the fall, the accident whereby Olwanda lost his leg and led him to where he was now. Hmm? So what you're saying is that Tofa was right all along? Yes. I tried to explain this to you so many times, but... You're always either too drunk or snoring. You once even thought I had impregnated a girl. Was I? I need to quit drinking soon. Anyway, listen to me, son. You have to stop this habit. I don't want you to end up like me. You also need to make things right with Olwanda. The sooner, the better. Dad, uh, that will be somehow hard for me now. I don't care how hard it is, just do it. Now go and dispose of that bottle. Chitoto was right. He had made things worse for himself. Several weeks after that, Olwanda had become increasingly popular as the one-legged shoemaker. And one fine afternoon, as he was busy walking outside their house, Kangwa, the most beautiful girl in school, came. She too needed her shoe repaired, but was that the only reason? Olwanda, hi. How have you been? Oh, Kangoa, it's good to see you. Please have a... a <laughs> I need to make some benches here for the clients. No problem. I will just stand. Um, Olwanda, my shoes. Well, since everyone in Maganya is talking about how good you are, I mean with shoes. May I have a look? Sure. That's why I am here. Uh, I, mean, I mean, not only that, but to see how you have been too. That is very kind of you, Kangwa. Do you need your shoes urgently? Because I have a lot of work. But a girl like you should never walk without her favorite pair of shoes. <laughs> a girl like me? I am not any different from the rest of the girls in Maganye. Oh, if you are not different from them, 
then they are different from you. Um <laughs> 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 uh, sorry for asking this, but is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? I know what I want to do and I know this is not it, but I don't know how, where or when to start. So I do this at least to make myself feel useful. Then tell me, I am your friend. I can help. Oh, maybe. <laughs> when you hear my plans, you'll probably think that I have not only lost my leg, but my mind too. What? Oh, <laughs> that was meant to be a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful Kangwa and Olwanda joked and laughed for hours. Finally, Olwanda shared his ambitions, desires, and aspirations with Kangwa. Kangwa was totally taken by how much willpower and enthusiasm Olwanda still had in spite of what he had been through. A strong connection had been formed. But how will it be received by both families? Keep listening. So, Olwanda, are you going to tell me or what? Hmm? Tell you what, ma'am? You're my son, remember? And I know you very well. You have been sitting there with sparkles in your eyes. I personally don't remember the last time I've seen you that happy. Mm, uh, what happened? I'm dying to hear what this thing is that has somehow made your day today. For starters, it's not something, it's someone. Someone? Okay, now you have my full attention. Who is this someone and what did he do? Wrong again, ma'am. What did she do? She? Aha! It's a woman. I see. So who was it? Did you get a huge tip from her? Uh, yes and no. Olwanda, stop your word games. What do you mean yes and no? Yes, she gave me a big tip, but not the kind of tip you're thinking of. She somehow managed to ignite in me the dreams that were mine. Mom, I am ready to start making changes. Olwanda, that is great news. I'm so thrilled. So you want to resume school? You know you can always join a technical school or even... Maybe I will, but not just me. My dream and desire is that all those who have disabilities and wish to continue with their education are given that chance. Uh, and just how do you think you will achieve that? Who is this lady anyway? I will, or let's say we will. And if we don't, at least we'll have started the fight and victory is ours. Okay. Tell me the name of this woman. I might need to have a word with her. She seems to have totally poisoned you. It is Kangwa. She's the one, ma'am. Oh, Luanda, I'm completely lost. You mean Kangwa? The beautiful girl? The one you chased away when she came to see you after you came back from hospital? That same Kangwa. Every parent will tell you that they always want their children to be happy. Tofa was no exception. She listened attentively as Oluanda shared a bit of his meeting with the dream girl of Maganye. What can I say? I'm happy when you're happy. Just be careful. I don't want you to rush into anything only to regret it later. Or worse, have your heart broken. Let me do the dishes. You will help me tomorrow. So as Tofa cleared the table, she couldn't help but wonder what all this could mean for her, her relationship with her son, and for the people of Maganye, she knew that Kangwa came from a well-off family and had a hunch that it would not go down easily for her. But was she right? 
Mr. and Mrs. Mali, Kangwa's parents, were the only ones in the neighborhood who owned a car. It was an old one, but still the only one. That night, as Kangwa waited for them in their house, her parents were quarreling in the car. I keep telling you we need to get a new car. And I keep answering you, we don't need to get a new car. I feel embarrassed to be seen in this old rusty car. Then don't ride in it. You should be grateful. Do you know how many women would be glad to take your place? So is that what this is about? Other women taking my place? No, I mean your place in the car. Mama Kangwa, the car is fine. It is not. It is an old, stupid car. The car is fine. It is not. If you keep doing that, then it will truly not be fine. Hi, Mom. Dad. Hi, dear. Aren't you supposed to be doing homework? Were you two arguing again? Yes, I finished my homework and I was waiting for you. I have something important to share with you. Did you hear that? Kangwa has something she wants to tell us. Yes, I had. I'm coming. And this brings us to the end of episode 6 in our drama about Africa's physically challenged people. The stakes are getting high. What does Olwanda plan to do to fight for the rights of the disabled in Maganye? And how will Mr. and Mrs. Mali, Kangwa's rich parents, react to the news about her relationship and involvement with Olwanda? This and much more still to come in the next episode. If you wish to listen to this episode again, send comments about it, or just to listen to other previous Learning by Ear series, visit www.dw dashworld.de forward slash lbe until then it's goodbye from us